0: Very special episode. We have uh we got special people. It is also the Herman Earl Williams Jr. episode of the Somebody Said
1: podcast, episode number seventy-seven. Yes, it is. No,
2: seventy-six.
1: It's man. seventy-six, big dog. No. Yeah, because yeah, I yeah. came in. My hurricane Warren Sapp. Oh, come
0: on, are you serious? <laughs> Wait, is it really
2: sick? Se- yeah. Is it really sick? Se-
3: yeah, yeah. I'm pull- seventy-six. I'm you, pulling
1: to you now. Yeah, you pull one of my. I moves. thought
2: you was going to lead out with Warren Sapp. Interesting. Dirt bag. All right. Well, episode
1: seventy six. I I stand corrected. Um, he took Warren Sapp because he's a jerk. I have to. Ten Bay Bucks. Donovan Smith. Of course. Trash. He's not trash. He is. Uh, Chicago Bears eight five defense.
0: Steve McMichael. Are you gonna let the guest get in on? Yeah, it? Yeah, I mean, he should get in there. Seventy six. Almost seventy six, man.
4: You gonna pass on it. The only one I know is like you say Warren Sapp at Miami. did he wear 76? Yes, he did. Yeah. I was a Warren Sapp fan, so yeah. Warren Sapp
3: 76.
4: We'll let we'll let you I down. I rolled that one.
2: Was he I like rolled that one. PK Subban, Was he the blackest guy in the NHL?
1: What is what do you mean the blackest guy in the NHL? Yeah, what does that mean? He was just it, a what straight, you mean? straight
2: black guy. What
1: do you mean by that? Evander Kane's black Vander Not King
2: all would. black people are black people now. Nah. <laughs> all skin folk ain't skin folk, yeah, folk. Yeah, Some of them kind of
0: <laughs> shaky That's terrible <laughs> You know what I mean uh, He's fancy He is fancy P.K. Subban's right. fancy P.K. That. Subban That's a good
1: one Okay um, <laughs> Award Award Named after him Lou Groza Wow Alright
0: uh, Big boy Orlando Pace Oh yeah, real
1: big, real big.
4: Okay, that's Hall of Fame. yeah. Orlando
2: face, yeah. Uh,
1: Seattle, it. Oh, and you you got, hmm? you got another seventy six in your pocket.
4: No, nah, you, I, I was just agreeing with him when he said Orlando face. I said, yeah, he's rocking with Orlando face. Like, mm-hmm. That uh, left tackle man. So yeah, you can't go wrong with him. what number? Walter Jones with? was it seventy six too.
0: Walter uh did Walter Jones wear seventy six? Big Walter Jones. Yeah, was I, I know you're talking about. I don't think he was seventy
4: six. And
0: I got kind of a feeling he won seventy six. I don't think so. I don't know. <laughs> you you got anything
1: oh, else? Yeah. Uh yeah.
2: Seattle Seahawks, left tackle, uh Dwayne Brown.
0: Good one.
1: Okay. I'm I'm out.
0: Uh I think Think Seattle Seahawks Russell Okung.
2: Yep. Yeah. That's it. That's all I got. I was about to count you down. That's all I got.
1: Punt taking us home. Uh, staying on the offensive line.
0: Big white guy Steve Hutchinson. That's it. That's all I got.
4: He just got in, he just got in the hall then. He did. I think my he my got man. in
1: last year. So you did know some more yeah. 76s.
4: He's got
0: him there. They in his
1: bag I, I mean, you, you
4: gotta run them down, man. Yeah, yeah. I gotta run them down, man. Yeah, the yard. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I know linemen. I know, I know a lot of linemen. So as you should.
0: Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. So apparently this is episode seventy six. I don't know if any of you guys are aware if you heard, <laughs> but this is actually episode seventy six of the Somebody Said podcast. I am pumped, man. To my right is Breeze. You're man. To my left is Uncle Shay. Yep. And we have one of our favorite guest on this show yes my man all right who is coming off of an incredible sports year uh his baseball team won a World series his college football team who we'll dive into a little bit later won a national championship our guy big ant aka sweet milk
1: what up what
2: up (laughs) don't forget the hawks the hawks made the playoffs
1: the Hawks made the playoffs. The Hawks did make the yeah,
0: playoffs. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's, that's yeah, about man, it. But you, Matt Ryan got traded. I guess we we do want to applaud that Matt Ryan getting traded. Yeah, applaud <laughs> yeah, that. <a> <laughs> right yes, sir. Hey, all right. I appreciate that. I no. appreciate that. Yo, see what I was going through down here. Man, we appreciate you. Now, listen, do don't, don't don't be. What you were going through down there is a lot of winning, so I don't feel too bad for you.
1: Man, ain't no pity. Yeah. Right. we ain't throwing no pity party for you.
4: I'm talking about well, Matt. I'm talking about I'm talking about I'm talking about the Matt Ryan with the Matt Ryan
1: Oh well, as a Bucks fan, I hate to see him go personally. Yeah, we could use him in the conference. <laughs> exactly. I love Matt Ryan in Atlanta these <laughs> <See>? days.
2: <laughs> we need a couple of picks every yeah. now and then. <laughs> exactly. I dig it. I dig it. Yeah. See? As I said before, you going
0: to say nothing when uh, we came down there
4: though. Came down there and then and. Right before
0: y'all had braided. Pre braided. They bring up old stuff.
2: I don't recall. Oh, oh yeah. Man. I don't know. How you long ago was it? You that? guys
0: have very selective memory. Like, like Tom's only been here for two years. Has it only been two? <laughs> it's only, it's going to year yeah. three.
2: This is year three, right? like this is going into year watch, three. Relax. Go back and watch Keanu Neal hit uh, Evan.
0: Mike Evan.
4: Yeah.
2: Uh, that's not ringing the bell. Yeah, yeah no, nah, I'm not, nothing's, like nothing's coming that. to me. I know Keanu Neal. He's on the Bucks now. Okay. <laughs>
0: You see what happens when y'all win a little yeah, yeah. bit. Y'all, y'all, people, start acting real different when they start winning. Uh,
2: speaking of winning,
0: we I, really mean, <laughs> I mean, Ant's done a lot of winning. Again, episode seventy-six. Somebody said podcast. We yeah. are sponsored by the Red Lady Rum Punch, the official beverage of the Somebody Said Podcast. Again, we're still slacking on coming up with some more drinks for this summer. The cans. summer's almost over.
3: Cans,
0: <laughs> and we still need our cans. I'm just Jared. We need cans, Jared. Hear that? That's the sound of cans. Why is he making? No, hold on. There you go. <laughs> tap them up. Tap them up. We are also sponsored by <laughs> the laws of Clinton Paris, who take the pain out of being hurt. Um, we're gonna talk about some Georgia Bulldogs today. Um, we're doing our again our our countdown leading up to the college football season. Um, tapping into the national champions. Again, Sweet Milk knows everything about these guys. I mean, he is. I, I think last year when we were doing this run, like, legit, one of the most knowledgeable guests that we had, like, he knew Georgia football. Bottom. I mean, like, all the way. Like, he was on that coaching
1: staff. I think he was the funniest of the previous shows. Like, like a lot of people came on. We talked good ball. And we talked good ball with him. All right. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people just talked good ball. They also didn't bring the comedy that he brought.
2: Yeah, because some people substitute comedy for lack of knowledge. It was Knowledge and comedy. So it was the best of both for us. And he dug into recruiting, who's coming in, who who's getting replaced. So it was it was fun.
0: Mm-hmm. Well has been set high by yeah. yourself. Yeah. Yeah, you set the bar the bar very high for yourself,
3: man.
4: Hey man, you know, we we didn't know about them dogs down here, man. That's what we do. <laughs> what All we right. do, y'all. Yeah, when I came on last time I said the only people gonna give us problems last year was and Belmont.
0: Long people gave up Yeah, I mean y'all took care of that. So, congratulations to you. Uh, enough of your congrats. I'm tired of throwing roses at you right now. This is the season's over, and let's, let's move on. You guys won. Hey, we actually didn't
3: use the intro
1: last week. Oh, let's get it. Let's do it.
3: Go Bulldogs! Yell yeah, Bulldogs! Yeah, Bulldogs. Uh-huh. Not so fast, midget! Not, Not so, so fast! fast.
1: <laughs> uh,
0: college football is right around the corner, man. I love it.
1: I miss that. It's right around the corner. Let's So get right into yeah, it,
0: let's man. let's get into it. And coming off of a national yeah. championship season, man, how do you feel? Just tell us how you feel about your dogs going into the season.
4: Hey man, it was a long time coming, man. We couldn't get over that heart, that Bama. We couldn't get, we couldn't beat them, man, for a long time. And they broke our hearts back in 2016, but that was 17 with the national championship. And uh, no, was that 17, 18? I can't remember. It was the one we played in our backyard here at uh when he threw that at the, at
1: the end. Yeah, I think it was seventeen. LSU was won 17? nineteen. What's that? Clemson won. That was the that was when Tua came in, right? Yeah. All right, that was the Tua the Tua game, yeah. the Hail Mary game. Yeah.
4: Yeah. So the following year after that, that's when they switched back to Hurts and Hurts beat us in the SEC Championship game. So man, we couldn't beat them dudes for nothing, man. And Kirby finally did, man. So, hey. I don't know why he had all that faith in uh in the mailman. So, hey, <laughs> it worked. So, hey, he know
1: better than I do. So hey, it worked. Yeah, it, it was twenty eighteen. I, I, I have to ask: since you started there, and that's kind of where the conversation started. What do you think the difference was? Why were you guys able to get over hump over the hump this this time? You've been unable to do it. Even even in the SEC championship game, you couldn't do it. So what was the difference in a national championship game while y'all was able to get over the hunt?
3: Um, when
4: I when I went back, it looked like they were tired, man. From that first game, he was doing a lot of no huddle. He was killing them, man. So them boys were just tired that first game. And it kind of helped when you got three first-round defensive linemen on your team. All three of your linemen, interior linemen, pretty much got drafted in that first round last like, year, So
2: Speaking of those first round picks, you had five of them go in the first round, and fifteen totals players, total players. Total player got drafted. Eight starters from the defense. How, how did how did Kirby plan on replacing those guys? Because that defense was big down the stretch. Not only down the stretch, but throughout the whole season. And that was a historic defense. And probably one of the most unstoppable defenses ever. How do you, how how do you guys plan on replacing that?
4: I don't think you could replace a defense that great, but he is one of the top recruiters in in the nation. So you still got Jalen Carter, who I felt like was the best offensive interior line when we had on that team, big number 8 eight. Jalen Carter. You got Nolan Smith. Hopefully he could come back and um, play like he's supposed to play. He played good in that championship game, uh, but he was number one ranked recruit when he came out. So you got him, Robert Beal. You pretty much bring it back your whole secondary, but that out of that front seven, we that's where we lost a good bulk of our um, defense. At. So Kirby normally recruit good linebackers because he had Roquan, um Roquan up there in uh, Chicago, and right behind Roquan. that's when uh uh, the Kobe uh, number seventeen, the Kobe Dean just came. But yeah, he came right after uh, Roquan. so. He got some balls coming, man. He always in the top crew, so I ain't worried about linebacker position. He always crew linebacker For some odd reason. He got he got some I don't know how. The end of time we end up with a linebacker. We always end up with a good linebacker out of crew classes every year. So he always got a five star in the mix somewhere. If it ain't a five star, a four star, somebody with some speed coming through there. So I think we'll be straight.
1: Okay. I was I was gonna ask you about. And, and I'm I'm blanking on his name, the uh, Davis. It was Jordan Davis. <laughs> Davis? <laughs> moments big, too big. Big Jordan was, Davis. Moments, yeah. yeah, big Jordan Davis. So you, you bring him back to you, you mentioned Carter, right? You y'all bring him back, which I mm-hmm. think is um which I think is a, a really, really big deal. If I remember when I was doing my research, you know, he gave you three sacks last year. You you felt like, like you just said, you felt like he was arguably your best interior lineman. The other thing that stood out to me, Robert uh-huh. Beal. You mentioned Beal. Apparently, he led the team in sacks last year. I had I had no idea. I had to I had to look that up. Yeah. Um. I I never even heard this yeah. guy, and he led the team in sacks. But do you think even even with Jalen Carter being an up and coming star on the inside of that defensive line, do you think you miss a Jordan Davis? Mm-hmm. Do you think you've got a body to replace him? You know, because he did a, he did a lot of clogging in that middle. How do you think you guys address that position specifically?
4: Uh, we just had a recruit sign from Texas. It was a five star named Barry Alexander. He just came in. He about, he is probably the same size as uh, Jordan Davis. So I you know, Kirby, Kirby always rotating players. If you look at the team, it was a lot of depth on the team. So he was always rotating players in and out, getting fresh bodies in. So he should be able to get in the mix coming in this year. Hopefully, he'll be able to produce. You know, I'm not too high. on freshman's coming in and you know, saying going in and playing good. But I mean hopefully he could come in and he'll learn system and jump in there real quick. But him and then uh, like I was saying, Robert Beal Robert Beal came in right after um people forget Adam Anderson caught the charge, caught that rape charge and got, you know, had beat dismissed from the team. He had six sacks going in like five games. So he probably would have had double He probably would have been the top pairs rusher took in the draft this year if he would have was able to finish out his season, but he caught that charge man ahead dismissed him and I don't even think he got dropped. I think he's still in jail right now. But uh nice. I mean there's a couple guys, man. A couple guys on there man. He always Nolan Smith and like you said, Robert Beal and this uh one more guy named uh Mikhail Sherman. He was a five star from up north. I wanna say he from um I wanna say he from up north, like in Philly, the Philly area. So he should get more playing time this year as well. So like I say, man, we just replacing we we just you know, we just rebuilding, him, man. I think he was still baby. I think Kirby finally got a good mix of his players in there now. You know, and when he first mm-hmm. came in there, when he first went to that next Championship, it was a good mix of um, of uh Mark Rick players, you know. The guys that we had like uh Tony Michelle and uh my boy up there and uh my boy up there and, uh, with the Browns right now. Nick Chubb. Uh number twenty so, yeah, Nick Chubb. All that was uh, smart rick players so he finally i think he finally getting in the groove getting his players in there so hey man i think i think we uh i think we're gonna hold down that east for a while even
1: though, the, even though we have a couple people he sound you sound no, real sound too cool you sound real hey, bro, wait, wait, before, hey. we, before we distract miami got a, a official visit from bear bear alexander and i i I tried to get too involved, like my feelings too involved in the recruit. I I really, really wanted him in Miami. Like literally yeah. the name Bear could not be more appropriate for a player in the country. Like if y'all get a chance, l- look this guy up, Bear Alexander. Massive human mm-hmm. being. Just, just a lot of human. Yeah.
4: He come in right behind Jordan Davis. Hey, we just need to do this. Now, Jordan Davis, Jordan Davis a beast. Jordan Davis a beast, so he got some big shoes to fill. you know. Jordan Davis, you, you six six three fifth 350 running a 4-7. Not, not a normal. lot of people <laughs> can do that. Yeah, not a lot of people can do that. So, I kind of already knew, man, when everybody jumped on that hype train, especially when them boys had that combine, I already knew. Like, if you watched us, you see how fast we
3: were.
4: And that I already knew the first overall pick that went to the Jaguars. I kept telling folks, like, hey, man bro he was on my kickoff team when he first got to georgia that's how fast he was and he was a defensive tackle when he first came out of high school so hey man hey Kirby, doing his thing man it's a reason why alabama got all the early championships i know it's saving there yeah that's Kirby helped a lot of them players
2: that's the thing about georgia you don't have to come in instantly as a five or a four star and start he might play kickoff and run down on kickoffs like Marvin Jones Jr., he'll probably would have started at Florida State his first year coming in. Who knows if he starts in that defense this year? And the fact that Kirby got that program to that level where five stars are having to come and sit behind other five stars that's gone through the weight program and kind of got developed a year or two, that's 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 the standard.
1: That's what you want. Yes. Man. Oh, I mean, yeah. Hey, man.
2: Go ahead.
4: Hey, we've been waiting a long time, man. We've been it. it man, I'm telling you, it was when Mark Rick was here recruiting, man. Alabama was coming in, state getting players. Florida was definitely getting all them South players, them South Georgia players, and Florida State was getting them as well, you know. So finally, man, Kirby put a fence around the state, man, and he get the, he going into Florida and getting some of them guys now. He going in Alabama, he going into South Carolina, he get. He just doing it and he's doing what he's doing recruit. So I can't say. I'm happy for it, man. It's it been so many years we sit back and be like, man, how we let that dude go?
3: <laughs> how we
4: don't even offer Cam... How how we don't offer Cam Newton? How we don't even recruit uh, Deshaun Watson? These guys from the state, man, like right. these just... These, they at home. They, they like Georgia. They want to come to Georgia. And y'all go, you try to tell Cam Newton he can play tight end? I'm just like, man, come on. Bro. You know, so... Yeah, I mean, it was it was it was bad for a while, man. It was bad for a while.
1: I mean, y'all lost sunshine to Clemson. You lost the boy that went to Ohio State. Uh, Fields, but he came Justin back. Fields. Well, uh, uh, well, he was. Y- bad, had man. He lost. He transfer out. Yeah. So to your point, keeping yeah, Georgia boys home yeah. is a is a is a huge deal. It's, it's the same thing in the state of Florida. Right. Like, yeah. we we're you know I'm Miami fan, yeah. both of them Florida State fans, and the first thing you got to try and do is you want to try and win the state first before you try and go somewhere else. So, yeah, yeah, if Kirby can lock down the borders of Georgia, man, you got a huge leg up just from a talent perspective against 95% of the country.
2: Not only lock oh, yeah. down the borders of Georgia, but go into Florida and pluck South Florida. Jacksonville,
1: Oregon, yeah, then you can get a couple of them out of South Florida, then yeah. you're really cooking. So let me ask yeah. you this. Yeah, man. Because you're you naming people, mm-hmm. right? You're naming all these folks, and you ain't named none of the five stars y'all took. Y'all mm-hmm. took, <laughs> and I'm not telling you nothing you don't know. I'm going to say I'm gonna say this for the people who don't know, who don't pay attention to recruiting. It's nuts. Georgia took five five-star recruits last year. Michael Williams, defensive line. Malachi Starks, athlete. Who knows what he's going to be. I'm assuming offense, he was 6'1", 200 pounds. Marvin Jones Jr. from American Heritage down in Plantation. Uh, Fort Lauderdale, edge rusher, Jaheem Singletary, five-star corner from Jacksonville, Daylon Everett, who was a, a corner, played a little bit of safety, I think, at IMG. Are any of these guys even touching the field? Are any of them getting any burn beyond punt coverage, kick <laughs> coverage?
4: They're going to play. A lot. they going to play. Now, uh, I'm sure the uh, special outside linebacker is going to play those cornerbacks, I don't know cuz everybody corner you got you bringing back Keely Ringo, you bringing back uh both of our starting safeties. We got uh the guy that came from West Virginia, uh Tyreek Smith. He got hurt, but he should he's coming back. And you also got Smith that caught the pick in the National Championship game. He's coming back. So our whole secondary is coming back. So it's going to be hard to get some some playing time or get some reps in the, in the secondary, but that front seven, they should they should all be able to play. Getting in this year, they should be all. They, yeah, all of them should be able to play this year.
2: The fact that you sound Especially so getting cool.
4: Getting in rotation because ween as defensive as we was
2: yeah. cool. Me, yeah. The fact that you sound so cool. Can you can you name hey. a spot in that defense that you're concerned about? E- if even if you got a reach, give me
4: something. about <laughs> <laughs> <All laughs> it linebacker, linebacker. If, I, if I got any concern with anything, it's probably a linebacker because you had you had four linebackers get drafted last year. You had two. You had one in the first round, which was uh the guy that didn't even start, Quay uh, Walker. Quay Walker didn't start and he got drafted in the first round by the Green Bay Packers. And Colby Dean and then Tyndall. Tyndall, uh, we lost Tyndall as well so I'll say out of that those out of that position, the inside linebacker position, that's probably probably the weakest part of the defense this year. Okay. If it's weak, but I mean, I trust her. I, I trust Kirby defense, man. so I mean, I, I, I say it. But you know,
0: this is just the definition I, I, of know, first world problems right we- now.
1: Right, yeah. and he's talking about linebacker like Nolan yeah. Smith wasn't the number somebody. one recruit in the yeah. country. Who I'm, I think, uh, you know, it's unofficially Kirby bought him a Raptor.
3: Uh, when he when I, he's I, I mean, it's official
4: he <laughs> he, more, he more he more of a pass rusher you know what i'm saying he the outside but I, I don't okay. really i kind of put him with the d line in a sense because he's gonna be playing with his hands in the dirt you know what i'm saying third down situation i'm talking about the linebackers that's gonna be out there you know pretty much you know your inside linebacker yeah, that's yeah. where we lost we lost all pretty much all three of them got drafted.
1: You, You're true mike so, you're
4: that's, that's to me that'll be the weakest point
2: you said
1: a backup got drafted yeah, my, the first my, round. My yeah, no, I'm. Yeah. A, a guy who 21. didn't start. I mean, listen. Let us be honest for a second, right? The best guy on Florida State's team, arguably, I don't even know if it's arguably. Jermaine Johnson mm-hmm. was the best. Was yeah. the best guy on Florida State's team. Had the transfer. He left Georgia. He left us. He left Georgia to get more burn. Mm-hmm. And he was a first he round draft the- pick. Yeah, he left us.
4: Yep, he left us, man. I remember he started out. He came off. He was on that last chance. You, uh, the last one that was in India, I believe. He was on that one, and then you know he ended up coming to Georgia. I like I like Jalen Johnson as well. Is Jalen not? No, Jermaine, Johnson. Jermaine. Sorry, I'm thinking about the Hawks player. Yeah. yeah, Jermaine Johnson. I like him, man. He was six six, and uh, ended up going in the first round. Six six, like two six. The dude can play, man, but. It was hard, man. That was that was probably our deepest uh the outside linebacker position. You had Adam Anderson, who would have went first round if he he led the team to second, then he got, you know, dismissed from the team. Robert Beal, uh Nolan Smith. Uh, it was just packed, man. Walker he wasn't first get no overall draft pick. Yeah. Walker uh, Quay Walker. It was deep, man. It was deep though. So
1: first round draft picks are having to hey, transfer out to get playing time. Yes. <laughs> That's what, I mean, I mean, it, again, and I don't, I don't know if we'll.
0: I mean, we kind of already said that 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 defense was an all time great. We we might not ever see a defense like that again, at least anytime soon. Yeah. It's really hard to to back to back that, and I guess now I'm I'm kind of asking all you guys like, are we putting too high of a bar on Georgia's defense? I mean, obviously they're still stacked, they still have talent, and it's. I, I feel like in a way we might be being a little bit unfair because we just saw something that. We've never seen before, so you can't expect them to duplicate that. But if the bar is way up here, if they drop down just two or three tiers, that means you're probably still an extremely elite defense. Like they were just all time great. They were up in that in that conversation, right? So if they drop down two, three, four, five notches, you're still probably what second, third best defense in the nation.
3: Yeah,
2: I think they. That defense last year set the standard. I know at Florida State and Miami, you always talk about a standard. Mm -hmm. Back in the 90s where those players set the standard, I think this is their 90s. The standard is set now. So you're going to see just a run of good Georgia defense moving forward because Mm -hmm. of that culture that's built. So. I don't. I don't think it's a bar that's unreachable. Maybe not to that extent, but it's still going to be elite defenses every year now, moving forward, based off of these recruiting classes that they're churning in every year. So,
0: <laughs> it's it's scary. Very. Yeah. I mean, I guess I guess you guys know that. me that's me always been my. my <laughs> what you what you saying?
4: I don't know about it. maybe ten here, man. Talking about them
1: dogs, like this, never relax, them dogs like relax. This, relax listen, and I, we, and give, we give you your like flowers, this, man, man. We give you your flowers. Hey, hey listen, I mean, we got a, to. You hey, win man, a national I
3: championship,
1: it, man. I Appreciate it, man. You win, you win a national championship. You deserve man, to get man. it. Hey, man.
4: Is, it, is hey, it? I wasn't even thought of when last time we won that championship. So you <laughs> know. So so my that, daddy my dad was out here running these Atlanta streets, man. So, you know, he wasn't even thinking about me. He didn't even get my mama here. So hey, so I was like, man, you know, that was a bit a, a long time, man. Just won that championship. So, so hey man to see that man and hey, it, was, it was a long time coming.
0: So is it is it national championship or bust right now for Georgia? Because again, i I've, I've been on record several times and if you want to compete in the SEC, you have to consistently beat Alabama, because Alabama's going to be there. They've set that standard, right? So is Georgia now in that position? I mean, obviously we have to see yep. it. We have to we have to see the, the actual work. But do you think Georgia has now gotten yep. over that hump to where consistently year in and year out, it's just going to be them and Bama every year?
4: Yep. It was the same situation like uh, when Tim Tebow then was down there running it. Uh, in Florida, and Belmerhead came along. It was, took Bama a couple of uh, times to beat them, but they finally got over the hump. And then I think we finally got over the hump with Belma. You know, a lot of – especially a lot of them plays that I've seen in the Championship, a lot of times, man, them, them plays don't go out way. That beat ball he had through the uh, 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 Mitchell, number five, and he caught that at the end. And, you know, man, especially the certain plays in that National Championship, like when he fumbled the ball and the dude – Mess round the call with
2: one hand right before he stepped out. A lot of that stuff don't bounce our way. You know, and stuff like that happened. We just like, man, here it go again. I mean, in order for it to continue though, we gotta talk about this. We gotta talk about this offense. Um we got his players in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we talked about the defense enough though. We gotta talk about this offense because you lose you lose uh Zamir White, you lose James Cook. You lose uh, the receiver Burton,
1: George Pickens, who George Pickens only played like five games. You but still
2: got Brock Bowers, who I think is top five in the country as far as player, hands down, regardless of position. But outside of him, what 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 is this offense going to show? Because you built off of you built you built off the running game, and you lose fifteen hundred yards in the backfield, and you don't have any receivers right now. And I don't
0: believe in your quarterback. And you got the mail, man. What you talking about? That's all you need.
2: I don't believe in him. So <laughs> make me a believer in this offense. Hey, you ain't believe in him when
4: he won that championship last year. <laughs> so, right. you mean, but, hey, I, I, I wasn't a believer at first. I wanted to keep the guy uh, JT Daniels. I was like, man, JT Daniels said, right there healthy, he's good. Hey, he's he came in, and he took it, man. He rolled with the mailman. Hey, he's smarter than me. He know what he, Hey, Kirby know his job. He's better than me, cause I, I definitely would have been uh mailman a couple times last year. But he stuck with him, and mailman's tough, man. So you got him. But you gonna see a lot of. I think this year it it won't be a. a, a I wouldn't say it'll be like an explosive offense, but it's more a so gonna be like a. Down, it'll be a dominant run game because you got three good tight ends. You got Darnell Washington, who didn't transfer out. Still got him.
3: Freak.
4: We still got Darnell Washington. You got the boy that transferred from LSU. That's finally, uh, Eric Gilbert, who finally is eligible. I think he had some academic stuff going on last year, so he couldn't play, but you have him and they moved him back to tight end. They moved him to wide receiver at first because he could play wide receiver. He's like six, six. He like, uh, he'll put you in the mind of the guy we got here in Kyle Pitts with Atlanta Falcons. Okay. He kind of in the mold of him, but I think you'll see a lot of three, two tight end sets. You know what I'm saying? It'll be heavy like that, but with Brock Bowers and you still got um, Mitchell coming back, the wide receiver that caught the uh, deep pass in that's championship game. And you also get the guy that broke his leg year before last, who was an explosive player as well. Uh, his name can't come to my mind, but he broke his leg in the end zone against Florida. A uh, year before last, And uh, he's coming back He's full of health this year so Is it Blaylock? We should be fine man I, uh, No Blaylock Yeah Knighton. Blaylock dominic Arian, no, that that Hill, <laughs> Arian
2: Knight? No that was the track star
1: From Hillsborough Not
2: Arian There's another Speed sir I know who you are talking about
4: Arian Smith is uh, the Speed so You talking about number 10 Okay yeah He's coming back Yeah he's coming back, uh, yeah, he's coming back. But I can't think of this guy's name, man. He has he got like Sink? two last names.
1: Oh, Marcus Roseman, yeah, yeah Roseby, him Jackson. Marcus Roseman oh, from down uh, south, in yeah, south yeah, Florida. Yeah.
3: yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. He broke his leg. He broke his leg in that Florida game. Um, he was an explosive player. So I mean, I, a lot of people. And then another thing is, Kirby got his old. He got his old staff back. He got Muschamp helping him out on the defense. Folks, forget about that. And you also got Mike Bobo coming back. A lot of our best offensive years was through Mike Bobo when we had Gurley and all those guys. So he still got him on offensive staff. I think he'll probably come in when the other guys leave, when, you know, get other jobs and stuff like that. But he got all his old – all them played at Georgia. So he got his whole coaching staff back. So I think the offense will be better than it was last year.
1: Now to say the I offense – we'll w- put on more points. You say the offense is going to be better. I mean, Kirby – Kirby is a disciple of Nick Saban, and I said it last week when we talked to Alabama. It starts with the run. Mm-hmm. Now, to Unk's point, you lose your top two running backs. You lose James Cook. You lose Zamir White. Now, you got some guys who've been around for a little while. I completely forgot that Kendall Milton was still there. and Now, now Kenny McIntosh yeah. is still there, and I remember Kenny McIntosh because he was supposed to be a Miami Hurricane. RJ McIntosh's big brother, was a Hurricane, but that's another story. <laughs> Do you think those two guys are really ready, though, to carry – that type of load because Georgia is gonna run the ball. Are those two guys ready to run the ball like that?
4: Yeah, man. You know we running back you right
2: now. <laughs> <laughs> y'all know what? Y'all know what? Alabama might have something to say about that. It. I don't
1: hold on. I don't know, man. I, running back you, Bama might have something to say about that. They we got
2: to pull the numbers. They just,
1: got, they, just
4: they just got. They, I mean, you got Gurley, you got Nick Chubb. <laughs> I mean I mean I, all you got is Henry coming out of there. You got Henry. All you Henry, got is Henry coming out of this. You got Mar Ingram. And what's your boy's
1: name? You really gonna put
4: Mark Ingram in there? I
1: mean he's, right now? he's been around for a long time. He's that longevity. You want a Heisman? I feel like Bama got more busts
0: that come out of there than actually. Yeah, if we
1: talking I mean, talk like strictly that. college, they um, up there, buddy. The if, one who just came out played for Pittsburgh. Had a real good oh, rookie uh, season. Yeah, that yeah, guy. yeah, yeah I'm
4: you got Jacob, you got Jacob Jacobs. out there and um yep. you got,
1: you got Josh Jacobs. I mean Jacobs not Oakland, Los and, uh, and, Yep, you got Josh Jacobs. So I mean you guys they got some names too now. They do, they do, they do. But I
4: trust me, I mean, you know, being a running back at Georgia, it's gonna hold, you know, it's just, it's just, it's just, it's just a title to tie on its own, basically. I think they'll be all right. It's gonna be running back by committee like it was uh last couple of years. We ain't had nobody pretty much just step up and take it since uh, Nick Chubb and uh Nick Chubb and Sony uh, Michelle, you know, when both of them had a thousand yard seasons together. So I think it'll be running back to back a We got we got enough though that can take control. I mean that can pretty much handle games and stuff like that Win up the games. I think it still be a though. We also got this guy, Brandon Robson, that just came in. He was a five star recruit you get a chance, to check him out. Check him out as well. Big guy. So, you'll see him as well.
2: He's just throwing five stars out there. I mean, <laughs> oh, George, I, forgot. I forgot about this guy. Hey, five man. stars. <laughs>
4: yeah, man. Hey, yeah, no, hey man. Realized. Hey, man. Hey. He bringing them in, man. Hey, it's my job to learn about him. I got to know who I'm watching. I can't be sitting back in. I don't even know who this guy is and he's making all these plays. No, I man. You got to do your research. You on the rivals, 24-7. You know, you look at the crystal ball prediction. Got to. Try to figure out who you got coming. Got to. You know what I'm saying? I, I see Breeze every day on Twitter. He, 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 you <laughs> might want to put him on the staff in Miami, man. You know what I'm saying? It's annoying. You know, so, <laughs> hey. Hey, I see, hey, every day, bro, you want crystal ball to do so well down there.
1: I really do. Hey, man. I hope
4: I hope you do, man. I I I wanna I, I wanna see the Miami come back. I want y'all to go ahead come on and join us. Man. Go on here and join the SEC. Go ahead here, lead the ACC stuff. Just about to happen. You know, let, let that man I know y'all gonna keep out of ACC championships at Florida State. You know, it's gonna stay there in the trophy room. It's <laughs> just come on bigger bigger better thing.
1: So do you you want the SEC to expand? You want, you super want some competition. Guys.
4: Yeah. Man, you mean you tell me you're going to have a conference where you can have Miami, Florida State, along with Georgia, Alabama, and then you can add on Texas and Oklahoma to that as well?
2: That's some good football.
4: I want to see it. Like, yeah, I want to see it. I want to see it. Because you can create new rivalry, I mean, you know, rivalry games out of that, you know. I don't, you know, I think I think you create a whole bunch of games out of that, man. So I want to see it. I want to see it.
0: Okay. I okay. love to see it. That would be a dope skill. I, 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 I get tired of. We
4: we'll get I,
0: trunched. yeah, oh, yes. I get tired of him
4: <laughs> and everybody. You know, we y'all y'all don't really play nobody but everybody, y'all conference, you know, all that talk. We you can end all that. Everybody playing everybody
1: now. You know, at this point, well, it's, it's really, it's
0: really it. easy to just want anybody to come when
1: you're sitting on top. <laughs> right. <laughs> when, you, when you fresh off of a yeah. natty, you're like, oh, yeah, come on in. Yeah, yeah, cool. Let them join. You don't carry the way. They're
2: going to beat up on you.
1: Exactly. Man,
4: uh, man, I ain't saying all that now. Hey, <laughs> 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 I, I appreciate it. Hey, I, I just, you know, man, I, I knew. When we find when we got Kirby man, I just knew man Kirby was gonna turn it around. He just he was just man, if you look at all the work he did at Bama Man, I just knew he was gonna come here and turn it around. I just knew it, man, because, I mean if you talk a lot of to if you talk to a lot of them Bama players, if you listen to a lot of the interviews, they mention Kirby Smart more than anything, you know. You know. If you listen to if you listen to Nick Saban, he say Kirby Smart one of his most loyal assistants. He don't he don't say nothing bad. He say everything bad about all his other shit. He don't say nothing <laughs> about
3: Curry.
4: He, say, he, talk, he, he straight up came out and said, Your boy cheated down there and takes the hand He ain't going to never say nothing <laughs> about that. You know what I'm saying? He ain't going to never say nothing about that about, about Curry. So, hey I'm, hey, I'm with it, man. We got our guy. Georgia born. You know, country boy out of Brain. Wasn't now? Bramberts. So, hey, man. Hey. I knew it was coming, man. It, it took too long to me though. We should have been ahead. We would have had that next championship when we were supposed to win it. When they threw that deep, man, no telling. I mean, how big of a run he could have went on. At first, I kind of got a little skeptical because he kind of be too large to be quarterback sometimes. But hey, I think he's coming around now. So I think we we might get on the run, man.
2: It's funny that you speak about how the players talk about Kirby. Me. And, me and Omar was running the trail, and we were talking about coaches. And I was saying that Mike Norvell he just doesn't have that charisma to close to walk into a living room and close on a, a five star or a big time name. But when Nick Saban walk on campus or walk into your living room, the deal is done. When Kirby walk into your living room, the deal is done. It, even Dion. So it's just something about having that personality as a head coach and a, as a leader that if these other recruiters can't close the deal, send in the big dog. Send in Kirby. It's over with. So, Yeah. Yeah. I think that's that's really big to find, for, for Georgia to finally find a guy like that with that kind of personality and charisma to combat Nick Saban because it felt like Nick Saban, whatever he wanted, he could, he could do in the SEC. But now, Kirby punching back.
4: Yeah, man. Yeah, I mean... It helps too. I mean, you're sending what? Five guys in the first round. You're going to somebody's house and say, man, look, I sent five of my, uh, defensive players in the first round. I mean, who who doing that? You know? So, I mean, don't get me wrong. Miami did it. How I many of y'all had that? Yes. I, I can't remember, but six. I remember y'all had a whole bunch of first round picks. Yeah. Y'all had six, and yeah. I remember Florida State. Florida State had, they run one time where they had a whole bunch of first round picks as well. So, you know, it just, you know, it just, it's just Kirby's time right now. You could go into anybody, anybody home, and do it, man. Do it as well. I think uh, I like Mike Novell because Mike Novell came from Memphis, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like Mike Novell, but it just, man, that brand of ball down there ain't been good in a while, man. So,
3: yeah, thanks. <laughs> I, I think, I think, I mean, I mean well, man, close you know, Close hey, got beef, man.
1: They' finna hey, get man, you on the show now, got bro. I, I, y'all.
4: Bro, y'all gotta have some a good quality coach. I like Nobel, man, but y'all got in a sense, man, it, it might sound crazy. It might sound crazy, but
2: what if y'all would have gave Dion that dog? When I when they, I, when I you, came out and said that, people thought I was crazy. They were laughing at me. You about yeah. to
1: send him on a rant, man.
2: You I, <laughs> I said hire Dion. Yeah. The name alone you, can carry weight. Recruit's
3: man, gonna this come. Dude
4: got all your trophies. He got all your trophies. He's that guy at his position. He's that guy at your position. Him alone will bring with there. He got a recruit going to – I don't even know where Jackson State at in in Mississippi, (laughs) but it's
2: in Mississippi. In Mississippi. You know
4: what I'm saying? You got to get – hey, it's in Mississippi. He got the number one recruit in the nation to go there. And he got some other five stars and four stars to go there. So it's like, man – I think they missed the opportunity to hire somebody good. I like the guy that they had. What's the guy? The black guy they had he? Nah. He was okay, man. Weed but just, I think he just Stay came at a he came at, the weed. He just came at a bad. He just came at a bad time, man. You know, you coming right behind uh by the <laughs> he come behind. No, he came behind uh, Jimbo, Jimbo. He came yeah. behind Fisher. Uh, Jimbo won that championship.
1: Yeah, man, he just came at a bad time, man. Right. Jumbo won't recruit no line. I don't want to have to talk Florida State more than I got to, and they got a whole show coming up. So, yeah, we can, we can, we can dance. All right, so, got off self. No,
4: that's
1: all right, no, it's all right. I, 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 we got to have it. We got to have, what's your prediction? What's your prediction for the season Is 2022? Give <laughs> it to me. Uh, I think we'll go 11 and 1 again in the regular
4: season. Meet Alabama in the SEC championship game again. It might be a good. It might be the same situation. We're gonna beat Oregon at first game. I ain't worried about Oregon. Eleven one. I see us going eleven to one. Ten to two. With I see us having two losses at the most. Well, no, I take that back. First game, first loss might be championship game. <laughs>
3: good I
4: think grief. we might go undefeated. I think we're gonna go undefeated in the record. I don't see I don't see Auburn giving us any problems. I don't see Florida giving us any problems. Nope. Special Rattlers at South Carolina, but I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what I don't know what kind of offensive weapons South Carolina has, but they ain't got enough to compel you know to compete with. Yeah, Tennessee, Tennessee at home.
1: Tennessee might upset. No, nah, that's in that's in Athens. That's between hey, the hinges. Hey,
4: hey man, I ain't come through that lot. Oh. <laughs>
0: I swear, Ant you know, Jamal aunt, Lewis ain't
4: that running back. Listen, Ant <laughs> Ant the no, most ain't, humblest, ain't no, like, like no.
0: slinging your junk around responses. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he starts off very <laughs> humble, like, "Oh well, yeah, I mean, you know, man, eleven and one. I did, you know, not nothing too big, nothing too major, but." I mean, we might go undefeated. Tennessee we'll probably see Alabama again. We're probably going to repeat as champions. Like, it's the most humble, like, here's my package. Put it on the table. It's bigger than yours, and everybody's in awe of it. Yeah. That's him right now. Pretty much.
4: Yeah, man.
0: Yeah, man. Yeah.
4: I mean, we, 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 break, we, hey, we, we lost a lot on the defensive side, but we, we still had some guys there like, Jalen Carter, people, Jalen Carter, gonna probably be a top five NFL pick. In next year's draft. Ain't no doubt about it because to me, he was better than Jordan Day. If you watch, if you go back and watch Jalen Carter, Jalen Carter was a baller. Now, we ain't got, we ain't at the other two positions, now we got some people coming in, but some guys that played a little bit last year that was in the rotation, it ain't like the same as it was with, uh, what's my boy in that went to Green Bay? The guy that went to Green Bay, uh, he from Columbia High School. Oh, his name. I can't think of his name right now. I seen. Uh, not Louis Minnesota. No, not Louis St. He plays fake. He plays fake. Don't talk about the two defensive linemen.
1: The oh, first yeah, overall
4: I mean. pick. Yeah.
2: yeah. Uh, Walker. Dickinson. Yeah. Oh, Devontae Wyatt.
4: Walker. Trayvon Walker. Trayvon oh, Devontae Walker. Wyatt. Devontae Wyatt. Yeah. And Trayvon Walker. Yeah, those two guys. Sorry about that. Um, you know, it's going to be it's some big shoes to fill with those positions. Because without, you know, i not the uh, three techniques. Pretty much, but um, I ain't got no problem with Jalen. Jalen Carter can ball. Jalen Carter going to ball. So it's just, I mean, the only thing that I see we probably have a problem with is depth. Like he rotates. Kirby likes to rotate players a lot, and I don't think he's going to be able to rotate players. We were deep on the defense last year, so I don't know if he's going to be able to rotate the players in or like that. Secondary, I'm not worried about the secondary. Everybody coming back. Keely Ringo gonna be a top five pick as well. Y'all know it, man. Come on, y'all, man. y'all know it. Y'all know it, man. Y'all know it. Like I don't even know why I'm here. Hey. Right?
0: Yeah. Right. Pretty, I mean, pretty much. Like, like, like and nah, like, like when, we, when we close out this interview, man, we are gonna queue up some um, Life Jennings. Must be nice.
3: <laughs> <laughs> first
1: world problems, man. Yeah, a huge hey, first man, world hey. problem, man.
3: I, I was wait.
4: I'll wait on this. <laughs> I was waiting on this man when it, when I came back and we won in that said, man. You know what I said? Something I stuck with it. Mm-hmm. Hey, I, I I can poke my chest out a little bit, you know.
1: No, you no, I you feel definitely pretty good,
4: man. I be hey, and I ain't want I don't want to hear nothing about them. They lost their two first wide receivers, they top two wide receivers, and all that stuff. We won that championship. I don't want to hear none of that because they still they still uh claim that next championship they won when they knocked knocked Colt McCoy out when they beat Texas. So, hey man, a a right,
2: du- a they, they,
4: they claim. A dub. They, hey man, you can't tell that some people. They be like, man, they would have won it. They would have won it. They wide receiver. I'm like, all right, whatever. All right, all so, right.
2: so you saying eleven and one, Natty? Eleven and one. We
4: going back to the next championship game. Alright right, okay. right, right, is, right, right it it I think we. I, we, I, we, I we. eleven and one. We gonna go back. We going back. We done got over that Bama heart. Is it mailman gonna deliver again? Here we go. <laughs> he even deliver on Sunday, All right, on man. Monday. You All know, right, man. hey, <laughs> hey. All right, yeah, man. mailman gonna deliver, man. Hey, you you heard it, man. You heard it last year. You ain't want to believe it. <laughs> so you hearing it again this
0: year? Okay. Again, again, the most the most humblest of flexing right now.
2: Hey man. Mm-hmm.
4: And- oh, you won't believe you won't believe that thing last year. <laughs> so you know, hey, but hey. Don't give hey And then I hate the fact that we lost uh, a good receiver to uh, Jermaine Burton that left Jermaine, Jermaine Burton. Jermaine Burton ball. He's going to ball at Alabama. He went to Bama, which tripped me out. But hey, go was a go forward, decision. Man. Hey, they, thaw- they throwing him the about. Hey, they throwing the ball down there. He's going to go down there and start. He's going to ball for Bama. Oh. I like Jermaine Burton. He's going to ball until
1: he had to play off. Oh, I mean, until he well, play up. Okay, well, right. it's, in, it's in writing. It's oh, in yeah, stone. it's in stone
0: now. Mm-hmm. And we're going to have to bring you back, man, towards the end of the season. Like we, we said we was going to do it last we year. Do it this like, right? brand, we actually got to legit bring you back. If if, if if y'all win that back-to-back natty, we definitely going to bring you back so you can go ahead and talk your talk some more. Hey, sling, your, sling your junk around on the on the airwaves some more. <laughs> hey, <laughs> y'all. Y'all going <gonna> to <laughs> bring me back in
4: time, man. Hey, I enjoy talking to y'all, boy, man. I appreciate it. Y'all bring me back you whenever, know, man. Just tell me when, what time. Hey, I got
0: you, man. No doubt, man. Appreciate we appreciate you, your boss. boss. Yeah, I appreciate it. All right, man. That is the legendary <laughs> Georgia Bulldog fan, Big Ant, aka Sweet Milk,
1: <laughs> aka Sweet
3: Milk.
0: Oh man.
4: All right. How about them? How about them dogs? Man, here we go. How about them
3: dogs? Go Bulldogs!
2: <laughs> Not so fast, bitch. <laughs> All
0: right, man. We going so we're gonna wrap it up. We're gonna come back and do a little nibbling. Um, we got a gripe. And then we're gonna, we're gonna get up out of here.
1: All right? Yep. Yep. When you've been injured, you deserve help from an attorney that knows how to handle your injury claim. This is attorney Clinton Paris from the Law Office of Clinton Paris. For a decade, I worked for insurance companies, and now I use that knowledge and experience to help people that have been injured. For a free consultation, call me, Attorney Clinton Paris, at 813-413-7924. That's 813-413-7924, or at parislawoffice.com. At the Law Office of Clinton Paris, we take the pain out of being hurt. Offices Riverview
5: the red lady rum punch is tampa bay's rum punch a premium blend of rum with island fruit juice and natural flavor perfect for any occasion including just sipping on the beach to find it near you visit the red shake well
0: and please drink responsibly
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh god I'm like seriously i know we say it all the time but we have to start recording the foolishness that goes on in, we, we need in a here. guy that just does this to you <laughs> why not why not? Once again, we back. Uh, shout out to, to to our guy Sweet Milk Man, who just knows his college football. Like like you said, Breeze, that's the way it should be. Mm-hmm. You bring somebody on, talk about your team. You should sound like that. Was he talking or gloating? A little bit of both. Yeah, uh,
1: there's a ton of both. Listen, <laughs> if I win a national championship, yeah. oh, I don't even want to see you for if, a month. You shouldn't. <laughs> you shouldn't. So he's he was actually tolerable. I would be insufferable. I would, yeah. When your teams win,
0: you are obnoxiously humble.
1: Yes, and no, I, I hate it. If Miami
2: win, that won't happen. That the lightning is different. Yeah, he yeah. might
0: he might go eight.
1: If Miami I don't know Hanks what wins. I would do, I honestly don't know. I, I, I think I think I, you're let's, gonna let's pull that all way. the receipts first, probably, and then go on your rant. I yeah. would spend. I would probably take off so the championships on a Monday. I take that Tuesday off. And I spend probably most of the Tuesday just on Twitter, just selling out.
0: Speaking of people who be selling out on Twitter and keeping <laughs> receipts,
1: <laughs> we got Asheray. Hey,
3: what, what, up, up, what, up, what up? What up? What up? What
0: up? So word on road is you got um you got a little great this week.
5: Yes, 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 yes. Me and S J have been sitting on this one for a few weeks. Alright, well, let's um
0: let's get into it.
1: I don't do the most, but I do a lot.
5: I'ma make a toast cause we still alive. No big I feel like Pac. I shoot a shot. I'm coming in. I'm coming in.
2: Is that the robot?
5: Hey y'all, it's your girl Asha. I'm back for another week of Asha Gripes of the Week. So this week I'll be scratching about just the WNBA um as a whole. Um but the first thing I'm gonna say is free Brittany Griner to the backwards once again. Um I don't I'm I just it is it, I'm befuddled that there's absolutely nothing that we could do to bring her home. <laughs> um
1: Savcat word is
5: like
3: huh.
1: befuddled is an cat word that's a $2 word that's a great word <laughs> that'll get you at least 35 points in Scrabble <laughs> oh yeah mm-hmm.
5: like I just I can't like we send I think we get to send another 1.3 billion dollars to Ukraine for the war but we cannot bring bring her home like it like why can't we bring her home like we can't nuke them to bring up Like what? Wow.
1: <laughs> she said we're going to start a nuclear war over Britney grinding. <laughs> this is it. <laughs> this is it. Bomb them. <laughs> enough is enough.
2: Push the button.
5: But over the last couple of days, I've been seeing it, seeing like a lot of shots thrown at like the WNBA. So the first shot that I saw was. When I heard um the podcast, you all was talking about the WNBA and my, why they don't get paid this, you know, as much money as the NBA, blah, blah, blah. So like one of the shots I have seen done at that was thrown at WNBA, um, I can't think of her name, but she dumped she dumped the basketball. And on sports, and it was just like, Oh my gosh, she dumped it, and one of the men responded, Oh, that was weak. And I'm just like have y'all ever tried to dunk with titties? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like I'm not, like, I'm not understanding how as a WNBA player, like it, that was a weak dunk, and we have so much to carry to get up to the goal to dunk. Like, what? A, I'm just, I, i was just flabbergasted. Like, why? <laughs> why is that weak? I just, I'm not understanding. The guys, if y'all could see that, the guy are like hysterically
2: laughing
1: at me right now. But I'm so serious. <laughs> that's, that makes it funnier. <laughs> I mean,
2: it's it's a valid point, though. No,
1: naturally, women carry weight in certain areas more than most men do. Yes, no, it's, it is a valid point. Right, it's a valid point.
5: Right. Savannah is a beautiful woman, but imagine Savannah being, being an NBA, a WNBA player. Like, she got curved tips, but size, pitch. Like how? Like what? Like how? Like what? What do? You, what else do y'all expect from us to do? Like, I understand that we reason why they don't get paid is because like a lot of people don't tune in. Blah 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 blah. But it's just like how? Like how much more entertaining do we have to be? Like. I'm, I'm, I, I just I was just a little perplexed by that, and then um for the All Star Weekend, they gave they gave the girl a baby trophy. Like okay, that, was that trophy
1: that was all true. right. All right. right, that was the Zoe's trophy. I, I, I yeah, I hate to cut you off here. Man. That trophy was embarrassing. It was a sippy okay. cup. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. it had the two handles on it, just like a sippy cup does, because mm-hmm. you know little 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 kids don't have all their motor skills, mm-hmm. and literally you could like. Take the top off of it, put a little apple juice in there, and she could two hand sip out of this tiny little cup. She's
2: holding it with two fingers.
1: Yeah, (laughs) it was that was embarrassing. Like, and I know they don't make NBA money. Trophy's not that expensive. It's not that man. Y'all could have y'all could have spent some more money on that trophy. They should have known better. That was like so. It was it was it is like it
5: it it makes me feel both. Like both ways, like I like it's one of the things, like I under I completely understand where the semantics and where the conversations come in about okay, this is why the NBA makes this much money and why the WNBA makes this set amount of money. But it's still like, in my opinion, even the men that was talking mess up under that up, up under the Duncan comment, a bomb. I really feel like I could put Kira up against any of y'all and Kira would ball y'all out. And that's just me.
3: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, totally agree. And
5: Kira yeah, Kira went to went to college playing basketball, but, but for especially for as so it's already hard to get into the NBA as is. it's not that many that it's not many, that many spots on the roster. But just imagine the WNBA. So that means these women are like the top of the top of their game. And you mean to tell me it's funny that a woman dumped but she can outball you any any day at late vista?
2: Well, I, I 100% agree. I think a lot of the people that are, are saying these things are out of shape on the couch. Maybe they hooped in high school, but I, I guarantee you, across the board, any of these WNBA player will do in any of these guys on Twitter that's talking. And I completely agree with you. It, women have to deal with a lot more than men when it comes to being athletes. Not, not just basketball, but just an athlete. Mm-hmm. LeBron doesn't have any – he doesn't have to deal with – extra baggage so to speak. <laughs> he uh Skylar Diggins just had a baby. Now mm-hmm. she's back right. playing. Yeah. A, a lot of things women right. go through men don't have to go through. So it, we shouldn't just look at that sport and just think, "Oh, it's it's just normal or it's it's not to the level when they have to go through so much." It's really amazing if you think about it. Yeah. Cuz a lot of I can't dunk right now. No. So I, I commend the women and I think it's trash for the guys that's on Twitter talking about that particular dunk and women as a whole when it comes to athletics.
0: Yeah, now that's 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 definitely trash. And and to Asha's second point, um, just about the WNBA, they let themselves down this weekend. Um, you know, we've kind of had discussions before about what you know women's basketball has to do to even. Get near the same level They're never going to be on the same level as the NBA It's just not it's just not going to happen But even to get themselves Back to where they were Even in those first couple of, of seasons Like the inaugural season of the, of the WNBA There was a lot of hype around it And they were getting a lot of buzz And to read that You know The the, the all-star game is in Chicago Shout out to Allie Quigley Four-time champion Um, That all the events were closed to the public and the commissioner was saying because of, you know, the, the fear of violence.
1: Wait,
3: what? Yeah.
0: So all, all the, the, the the All-Star Weekend events were closed to the public. After like, Chance the Rapper was performing, it was closed to the public. You're right. And she oh. she was saying, she, she almost tried to put the Chicago PD under the bus, and they, they actually dropped a statement and said, yeah, we never advised that they close things off to the public. Huh. Violence like, from what? It, The Taste of Chicago is going on right now. There's all kinds of street festivals going on right now. You could have had
1: events. It's Chicago.
0: It's Chicago. It's summertime Chicago. Chicago in the summertime is one of the best places to be. Mm -hmm. And now here you are with this platform, and you alienate anybody that will be able to come in and and share in the event. And you're wondering why, oh, well, nobody comes to our games. Well, you got to let them in. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) right like you got to let them in they they're not doing themselves any favors and that was a huge misstep so it's very disappointing and do
2: you think the nba would have shut shut down the events even no. under the circumstances no, no.
0: the the, no. the all-star game was just in no. chicago a couple of years ago it's a huge deal yeah, yeah.
2: i'm just saying yeah. like if no. if lebron was in jail and this was happening would the NBA no. shut down yeah, the no. events for the weekend? Oh, absolutely! No. Yeah, no, it's a lot of money money to no. be made. Yeah.
0: Now, don't get me wrong; they'll yeah. they'll definitely try to do some package deal with Russia. Like, we'll give you this, and we give give us our <laughs> Bronny back. We'll give you Russ, which,
1: LeBron. Which this, okay, so just to, just to take a quick step back, I, I don't. Was it you who sent it? Like the Russia wants to make a deal. Yeah. For Britney, was it you? Yeah, they want to make a deal for Britney Griner. And They want the U.S. to send back a guy who's known as the Merchant of Death. Yeah. Like, how is Britney Griner the equivalent to the Merchant? An arms dealer. The, yeah, the Merchant of Death. Like, come, come on,
2: come on. Yeah. That's why that's I, why I'm with Asha. Just bomb them. You trying oh, to make these okay. weak behind <laughs> deals? Just bomb them. Not never but
5: but. But yeah, that's a little accessible, but it's just kind of like even Bron, even LeBron said it on the pivot today. Is it the pivot? No, the cut. Shot. What is his? The shock. He said today that he even said today, like if he was bringing ground and he would feel on un- he feel like he's not an American anymore because y'all not doing nothing to come and get me. Right. And a lot, he got a lot of, apparently he got a lot of backlash for saying that that he basically what he said was basically they're they saying that it was un-American for what he said. And just kind of like, as a black woman, I'm not even in Russia and I don't feel American. Because everything that's going going on, y'all literally just told me I cannot get an abortion even though it doesn't have nothing to do with y'all. Whatever side, y'all like, whatever side people follow on, it, it, literally, like, it literally does not have anything to do with you. I saw. So even I saw. as a black American, it doesn't feel like I'm an American. So I can't understand why he said that.
0: I think Y'all over, not
5: doing nothing to come get me.
0: During during Fourth of July weekend, I think I saw a meme. It was like a like a black mom. It was like, you know what, America? I don't think you deserve a birthday this year. <laughs> and it was fantastic. <laughs> and that's how I feel. Like this is true. Like, I mean, obviously we don't we try not to be too political on this show. It's not it's none of my right. business. But, you know, I, I I do wonder what the atmosphere would be like if this wasn't wartime you know what i mean like mm-hmm. there's leverage yeah, yeah. and unfortunately yeah. you know people play leverage games like that and during wartime it's everything is fair and i wonder how the situation would have been handled even if it would have been news if russia wasn't engaging in a war and the person in jail is somebody who's giving billions of dollars to the person you're in a war with
2: yeah that yeah. that definitely plays a role in it interesting. No, it's interesting it's sure, it's man. extremely petty but oh it's extremely yeah.
1: petting. and i mean and again we like you said we try to stay away from a lot of the political stuff but you know america and russia have a very very long history mm-hmm. of being political foes now they've never directly been engaged in a war against each other and actually mm-hmm. russia they actually end up kind of being on the same side ish during world war ii but like they mm-hmm. actually have a really really long history of almost it's, it's like this um it's almost like this mean mugging like you, have, you ever like mm-hmm. been in school with somebody and like yeah i never actually like did anything but it's like i don't like them i know they don't like me they know i don't like well, them we ain't gonna do nothing correct like you yeah. know you never gave me a reason to, to step to you nothing like that but you know and i both know and we both ready if the day ever comes i feel like the u.s from a from a political historical standpoint with russia have that type of relationship like All right, y'all stay over there. We'll stay over here. Don't. eh. Yeah. All right. You know, like one of those type situations. Going back to the, you know, the the Cuban Missile Crisis Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. There's this long history of like almost completely butting heads between these two countries. And from a Russia standpoint, to be completely honest, I'm not surprised they're trying to milk it. Oh yeah. Like you know, if you look at the history of Russia, it's like just and the fact that Americans are now talking about it, it's like even more reason for them to like try to stick it to it. So like when you mm-hmm. tell a toddler like don't touch that well now like the toddler just has to touch it now mm-hmm. they just gotta yeah. do it yeah. i feel like it's almost one of those situations and it really stinks for her to be in the middle of that because she ain't got nothing to do with none of that right right she oh. was over there trying to work trying to make some money yeah. to provide for herself and then now she gets caught up in this whole this political game you know this, this right. Jocelyn that's just annoying. Yeah. So we,
0: we need we need uh, right. we need all Donald right. back man because he went he went over there and got ASAP right. Rocky. Okay, <laughs> I'm all just right. saying, I'm just saying. Donald
1: would have right. just pushed the button. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know I should not finna agree with bringing Donald back. <laughs>
0: listen, all I'm saying, <laughs> yeah. listen when, when ASAP got locked up, Donnie said, oh no no no, we need we need ASAP back. In Russia. Doesn't matter. Well, well, him and him and Puna
1: homeboys though. Okay, He'd be like, hey, man. Let's, I mean, Donnie let's cut also
0: released Kodak. So I, I
2: come think, on, man. Because
1: so he, okay. You know for the people. Now we're getting All way right. to... Yeah.
3: But
2: <laughs> the central point is, yeah he, she I shouldn't have been say, working okay.
1: overseas, overseas.
2: if the WNBA was well respected right. in, in, in the that's states,
5: because even, even even the fact of the commissioner like closing off to closing closing the events off to the public. That's also money off of the 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 women that's in that, that plays basketball out, out of the WNBA player players pockets, and it just kind of like it's frustrating for me to look at it as a woman because it just kind of like we literally have to do a lot to get back to where we originally was. Like I just said, Schaladition just had a baby and getting back to playing. Like just a I have I'm I'm about to give birth to our second child, and just to yeah. I don't even want to think about it because just the physical toll of <laughs> trying to get back to just being normal, you know, is a is is a mind game, and it takes a and it takes a toll on you. Even and that, that's why I like when even though Serena Williams, Serena now that I've had my first child, Serena Williams had a tough time getting back because when you have a blood clot in your lungs, that is hard. Mm-hmm. Like that's just that's yeah. just from a medical nerdy standpoint. It's hard to kind of get that
2: cleared up. And
1: yeah. this is why women are awesome. Uh, yeah. And they will always be able to do things that no man will ever be able to do. Like Duncan with titties. Okay. <laughs> All right. On that, on that note. <laughs> <laughs> bye, y'all. Good
5: night. Thanks, Oz. You.
1: I'll
5: see y'all later.
1: I'll see you later. Oh, gosh. Somebody hang up.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Was that recorded?
1: Yes. Yes. It's still recording.
0: Oh,
2: I left. Matter of fact, I'm yeah, I'm
0: I'm 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 leaving. These two right here, man. This is what happens when you What well, actually never mind, it just always happens. You two are very interesting. You're fantastic. God, I can't stand y'all, man. Let's go ahead and get up out of here. We're gonna end the day on some nibblies no
1: you have to have Bluetooth. Hang on, it has to have that. Is that in what is apps? Is that appetizers? <gasps> I could do some nibblies. nibblies. Guys, nibblies.
0: nibblies? Operator. Yeah, yes, hello. We'd like some poppers. No, I don't like poppers. God, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go home and watch Risky Dingo tonight. It's such a great show. Bet you are. Yeah, I am. Uh all right, so a couple of nibblies. Shay, you actually have whipped up these nibblies. You want to talk about some uh, recruiting, right?
2: Yeah. Uh, it has to do with both the teams in the state. Uh, well, two of the three teams in the state, Miami and Florida State. You had it right the first time. I'm cool with that. Yeah, <laughs> So yeah, found me. Miami has been on a tear, to say the least, on the recruiting trail. They're currently number seventh in the country. Um. I guess it's kind of a question. Do you guys think that Miami could keep this thing going, and what does that mean for the rest of the state?
0: Yes. I do think they can keep it going. Um,
2: I, And go ahead. just to say this, they have a, the, probably the easiest schedule in the country, one of the easiest schedule in the country. That's fine. so I, that's momentum on top of a good recruiting class.
0: I'm – I don't want to speak for Miami fans, but from the outside looking in, it seems like there's somebody there in place that people have a lot of confidence in. Um, I think that makes a difference. Um, He has a very solid track record at a very solid school, right? Coming from Oregon, correct? Yeah. So as opposed to where we sit uh, with Florida State, well, Mike Norvell, he's, his record is right there. If anybody wants to look at what he's done or even where he came from, it's not like he came from a big institution, right? It's like, okay, yeah, you did all right. It's a little different when you're coming from a school that has clout. He didn't come from a place that had clout like Oregon. All so right. can he keep it up? I believe he can. And, of course, you know how I feel. It would be nice if he can keep it up. Pause. Because Miami needs to be good again. I feel like Miami needs to be good again.
2: For college football. For college
0: I mean, football. Yeah. Um so yeah it, it, you know how I feel it freaks me out I hate it I love it but I hate it and it freaks me out Yeah you you want it as a college football fan
2: because mm-hmm. it's a part of it Miami's entrenched in the history of the game mm-hmm. so you want it from that perspective but as Florida State fan it's kind of annoying it's extremely especially
0: seeing what's going on in Tallahassee I ain't no. mad
1: at it though No not be. at all Yeah I mean and and I appreciate you guys being able to kind of take a step back and look at it, I guess, from a a pure college football fan standpoint, because same thing, vice versa, if I have to be honest, I think college football is better when all of the big three in Florida are good. Mm-hmm. Like that that is good for when Florida's good and I and I, I have no respect for that program. I at least I respect Florida State and I don't have to go into that whole thing. I have zero respect for the folks in in Gainesville. they duck in the fade. (laughs) But even with that, though, it is good for Georgia when Florida's good. It's good for Alabama. It's good for Tennessee. It's good for LSU and Texas A&M now. That's good for college football when the state of Florida programs are at a high level of performance because the state puts out so much talent. So every time one of us is able to keep an elite talent in the state of Florida, that's one less kid going to Georgia. One less kid going to Ohio State, Oklahoma, Clemson, Alabama, LSU, and then you now get a spread of power and a spread of talent, as opposed to just being in these four or five places. So I think that's really important. And going back to the Mario thing, obviously I'm I love it. This is this is one of the major reasons why we hired Mario, because of his reputation as a recruiter. Everybody who's talked about Mario, I, actually, I found myself on a Alabama message board today and they were they were saying that within the alabama board they were like remember what he did at alabama he was a great recruiter at alabama he went to oregon where we all know oregon we know the brand we know the flashy helmets and the really cool outfits and it's the nike factory Mm -hmm. but think about it's eugene oregon imagine convincing a kid from louisiana from texas from florida to move to eugene oregon That's a very difficult thing to do. And they have to travel a far distance to get there to visit. Mm -hmm. Imagine family trying to get out there for games. So he was able to have two top ten classes in his time at Oregon. I think Mario is one of the people who really enjoys the recruiting process. And everything everybody says about him is that he's completely relentless. He's a relentless recruiter. He does not quit. He doesn't give up. You know, And he's going to fully immerse himself in it. So I'm not surprised, and this is, one of the, this is one of the things we hope for. Mario would come in, and he'd be able to recruit at Miami at a level that we have not seen in quite some time, and it seems to be paying early dividends. Okay. <laughs> I don't like it,
2: once again. No. Um, so on the other end of things, uh, Florida State.
3: <sighs> don't be dramatic. So
2: some news came out during the week about a 2024 commit, the number one recruit in that class, the entire country actually in the 2024 class, he was, we, Florida State was leading in the recruiting process. He said Florida State was the team to beat. And then two days ago, a report came out saying that Florida State hasn't contacted him him in months. And that came from his mouth. Currently Florida State is, is 41st in the country in, rec- in recruiting, um, we, got a, we got a couple trenches guys, which, which, is, which is where I think it starts in the trenches. So I'm not mad at that, but at the same time, what does Florida State have to do to keep guys like a Travis Hunter, uh, keep these elite guys from going to Miami, going to Alabama, going to Georgia? What is, what is Florida State doing and what are they not doing right now on the trail?
1: Um I I think one of the one of the things and I, and I hope this isn't taken the wrong way, spend some money. I think, I think y'all have it. Y'all got money. I think we're beginning to spend
2: money. We they, they, we had to set a system in place and I think we got the right guy as the AD and offered and he's setting up a good system. I just think it took too long. We're we're behind. We're it, behind. The
1: thing about recruiting is it never ends. Recruiting never ends. Even with that 2024 kid, there's what 18 months before he actually signs somewhere, recruiting is fluid. We're talking about 16 year olds, 17 year olds, you know, they're gonna they're gonna flip-flop between which pair of crocs are gonna wear tomorrow and they actually have nowhere to go. Right? These kids are they're easily influenced. And I think Mike, I think Mike does a really good job of building relationships. Me and you had a conversation. I actually think Mike is a nice guy. I think he's a very likable person. I think he goes in, into living rooms, he shows up at school and people like him. He's gotta figure out Whatever that thing is at closing, I don't know what it is. For an example, there was the Francis Marigoa kid, the number one offensive tackle that Miami just got. He was, was quote, unquote, undecided on the Friday he was committing on Monday. And one of the Miami beat writers said, this is when Mario has made his bones in the 48 hours leading up to a commitment. I don't know what you do in those 48 hours that you hadn't been doing in the thirty-six months leading up to that commitment, I don't know what changes. There's like literally that's when Mario closes. So whatever that is, whatever that forty-eight hour window conversation, that that off whatever it is, Mike's got to find that. But I think Mike does everything well up to that point, and then now he's just got to find a way to get across that finish line because kids like him. They do like you know let's be honest about it. Kids like him. They visit for a reason. Desmond Riggs came out and said that at the time, Florida State was a the leader. There's a reason. The kids don't just say that for no reason. Mike gave him something to, to like, something to believe in. The commit you just got is, I want to be part of the rebuild at Florida State. I want to bring Florida State back. These kids believe in and they feel them, but when you come down to those really, really big recruiting battles, I'm talking about those five, the, the Desmond Riggs, the the Cormani McClain, the Travis Hunters, Travis. those ones, that 48-hour window apparently is there's something that happens there with the Kirby's and the Sabins and the Lincoln Riley's and whatever that thing is, Mike's got to find that and you got to do it in your own way. You got to be genuine about it. But if he can figure that out, I think Mike will be just fine.
2: Or just get five more coach Atkins. Cause I think he's also got to evaluate his staff because we also had a decommit from our only class only quarterback in the class today. So oh, there's another one coming. Hold
1: on. Give the full context. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Give the full contacts on that.
2: Okay. Brock, Brock Glenn, or yeah, Brock Glenn, he's from uh, Miss Memphis. He's a four star recruit. Also, a four star quarterback. He's two spots behind Chris Barson, So, it, they're still pretty much the same quarterback. Correct. And I think the kid just is scared of competition. But at the same time, you got to be able to. Bama just got two quarterbacks, two four stars. I mean, you Miami got,
1: had two at the Elite 11.
2: Right. So, th- there's no excuse in missing out on an elite quarterback. Because you went out and got another one. You got to be able to close those kind of deals. And I don't think Mike has the staff capable enough to do that. Dugans hasn't done – he's just collecting the check at this point. I tried to tell you about Dugans, man. Yeah, so it's literally Coach Atkins and our defensive line coach. Shout out to Odell. The trenches are getting recruited hard, but outside of that, he's got to figure out how to get guys in
0: that could – Go to living rooms and close deals yeah i got i got I got two things one of them is and i I feel like we've even talked about this before about the idea of being a sixteen seventeen year old kid and being pretty much just courted by tons of people making you feel like you're the you know salt of the earth you're the greatest thing ever right as a sixteen seventeen year old I can't imagine what that would have felt like right yeah i also sometimes when I hear um, you know, kids say certain things or whatever. I always kind of take it with a grain of salt. Like, I really don't know what's true or what's what's false. I'm not gonna call the kids liars and be like, "Oh yeah, you know, you, you, you didn't talk to me at all." All right, sure, kid. I, I don't I don't know. I'm not in those meetings, right? So that's 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 one thing. As we've been sitting here and we've been having the conversation, we were talking to Aunt. You know, the names that you just tossed around. It feels like the key to closing all these is essentially. Come up under Nick Saban. No, <laughs> no, 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 not. no, but no, for real. Like, and I'm not even being—I'm I'm being funny, but we had a guy who was great at recruiting. Now we all blame him for not recruiting certain things at a certain point, but Jimbo Fisher recruited a national championship team. Nick Saban, Mario Cristobal is doing things. Whatever, whatever he, you know, he's able to do to close. Like you said, he went to Oregon. Great talent. Now he's down in Miami getting great talent. He was in Alabama. You we got? see what Curry Smart's doing. He came from Alabama. There's something that they do, whatever that is. Now, they learned a lot of stuff from Nick Saban. I'm not saying, I mean, obviously Lincoln Riley, he didn't come up under Nick Saban, but he knows what to do. But it seems like majority of the guys that we're talking about, they are learning something somewhere. We know what Nick Saban is capable of doing. That's all I'm saying. Now, I don't know what it is that Mike Norvell is not doing or his staff is not doing because it can't just be him right nah. like like your staff like your entire staff is a part of the the recruiting process yeah so if he's not teaching something to his guys or they're not getting the message And now all of a sudden the number one <laughs> defensive back is not getting called in months that's weird like somebody's losing it it's, it's kind of fishy though like you that's the league you call you text him at least every day sure yeah. and if it's not you, mike then it should
1: be odell it should be a db coach it should be somebody i can Everybody has to be part of it. Like mm-hmm. no kid commits to even Alabama and says, Yeah, man, it was Nick Saban. No, they name like three, four, five coaches. Mm-hmm. It has to be a team effort. Cormani McLean right now, we are we are we're trying to keep him in the state of Florida just as you guys are. I know for a fact Demarcus Dan- Demarcus Van Dyke, who's an assistant DB coach, is is recruiting him. Jamil Adai, who actually is the DB coach. Mario Cristobal. Multiple people are recruiting this kid because that's what it takes to pump's, to pump's point. It has to be multiple. So it can't just be on Mike. It can't just be on Mike because Mike's one man and you're going up against teams of guys, especially for the elite kids. So it it, it probably speaks to pump's point
2: in a in sense that Mike Norvell hasn't had the blueprint of how to do it. He doesn't. Maybe he don't know that you have to have multiple guys on the kid, especially the, the elite one. He he probably think once you got got the kid locked in, his word is bond. Let me move on to the next guy. So,
1: yeah, it's, it's bad. It's you it's, know, and Pump, you just made me think about something. And I don't, I think it's bigger than just saving. I think it's all of like think of that last run of Hall of Fame college football coaches that we just that are no longer with us. Mm-hmm. All right, Bobby's literally not with us anymore. bobby guys learned from him they figured Mm -hmm. out they saw how bobby did it lincoln he came up under bob stoops Mm -hmm. right we're talking about a a hall of fame college football coach even ryan day came up under uh urban liar right he got the chance to coach under urban liar in ohio state program who long has known how to recruit at a high level and then you got all these other guys who came from up under now kirby is, is is doing his own saving now you got dan lanning in oregon they just got a five-star quarterback in dante moore out of michigan jimbo so, had the best of both worlds bobby and correct uh, jimbo Saban. had bobby mm-hmm. and saving so maybe it's more so that maybe it's like right. hey do you get an opportunity to learn directly from a hall of fame type coach like that see how they do it he didn't come I mean, from a coaching on it right and maybe that's the disadvantage that he's at at the moment which kind of also makes me think about you know what does sunbelt billy be able to do in Gainesville because same thing he didn't come from anybody's coaching tree not that I can think of I I may be missing something but you know and, and then there's the other thing and I think we forget this sometimes just because you can recruit at a at a g5 level it's it's a very different ball game you're still competing against your peers right so it's not like anybody's got this ridiculous leg up on anybody else but The way those recruitments go is very different than how the recruitments of a Travis Hunter goes or an Arch Manning goes, you know, a Nico Iamaleva goes. Like those recruitments just go very, very differently. And you got to know and get a chance to see how do these guys get recruited? Because the four stars, the four stars don't get recruited like the five stars. Right. And he could be a high level four, he could be a borderline five. His recruitment ain't going the same way Arch Manning's recruitment went. Right. His recruitment ain't going the same way. Cormani McClain's recruitment it's, it's a it's a difference, even if they're only 10 spots, 10 spots apart from each other. And maybe that's the thing that he's still learning and figuring out. And, you know, for you guys sake, obviously, you hope that he's able to to figure it out, because what you don't want, you don't want the perception of, well, I can stay in Florida and I can go to Miami or I can go to Florida and because they're on their way up right. and y'all just can't figure it out. That's right. what you don't want because I've been there right. mm-hmm. as a Miami fan. I know exactly what that's like when Florida State is, is fielding the 2013 Florida State football team and kids are like, I don't care what y'all say. I want to go there. Yeah, I want to play yeah, for that.
2: Dalvin shouldn't have left y'all backyard. We, But he did. There's nothing we could do. And yeah. that's that basically what you're saying. You don't want to have something like that happen. And I Correct. don't want to get too deep into it because I know we're right. going to talk. Florida, Florida, uh, Florida my Florida State and Miami. So, I just wanted to see what y'all thought about that because it's not looking good for one rival, and it's looking mm-hmm. really good for the
1: other. Y'all, you could be doing way worse. But we got we got Absolutely. games to play. So and you, you could be doing way worse. Right. Like you said, no need to hit the panic button yet. You said it. I know you believe that. And if you're not hitting it, nobody's hitting it because yeah, I'm, be I'm the first. <laughs>
0: that's that's a, that's a big fact.
1: Could, <laughs> you know, <laughs>
2: I'll expand when we talk about them. No doubt. All right. I like I like that. I um, love talking recruiting. Yeah. I hate it. It's a love hating relationship for me. I'm I'm yeah. a scorn lover. Yes, yeah, Travis hurt me.
1: Yeah, I understand that too.
2: But I'm still watching.
1: <laughs> he's still, he's still, <laughs> Who's committed? He's still
0: balled up in the corner. <laughs> he's lurking.
2: I'm not invested, but I'm watching who committed. He's lurking.
0: All, it's all good. Alright fellas, um this this okay we're sure that this was episode seventy six, right? Seventy no, six. It might
2: have been seventy-seven. <laughs> <laughs>
0: The petty man to my left is Unkshay. The less petty man to my right is Breeze. Yeah, I'm pumped, and we will officially be back for episode 77 next week.